Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, featuring your host, Anna Jaworski. Our program is a program designed to empower the CHD or congenital heart defect community. Our program may also help families who have children who are chronically ill by bringing information and encouragement to you in order to become an advocate for your community. Now, here is Anna Jaworski. This is the fifth episode of Season 7 of Heart to Heart with Anna. Our theme this season is Congenital Heart Defects Around the Globe. And today's show is Congenital Heart Defects Around the Globe, Kenya. I am so excited to have a chance to introduce Peter Kamal. He is Take Heart Association Project, THAP's Executive Director. It's a nonprofit organization that was founded in the mid-1990s following the death of a close relative from rheumatic heart disease. Mr. Kamal and his relative traveled to India for her surgery due to the limited facilities and costs of heart surgery in Kenya. He turned his grief to action, devoting himself full-time to helping the thousands of patients who suffer from heart defects and disease. THAP is a registered non-governmental organization in Kenya and a tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit organization in the United States. So welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna and Peter. Yeah, Take Heart Association Project was founded by me back in 1996 in India. Actually, our daughter expired when she was undergoing for double valve replacement in a poor hospital in India. And after that, I went, me and the, our son-in-law in India, and the Christian, we joined together with the Christian members in India, and we thought it's better to bury her there in India. And when we came back to Kenya, I met one of the professors who was a reading cardiologist, and we shared it together. And later on, within one month, he called me and asked me, why don't you take my friend who needed bypass surgery back to India because you have already associated with you and the doctors there. So the family recommended, this is you, Peter, we want to bless you. Take this gentleman to India for bypass surgery. So we went to the airline, Kenya Airways, and they provided air ticket free with no cost to us. So both of us, we went to India. This time I did not go to a poor hospital. I went to Madras Medical Mission Hospital. And the doctor did bypass surgery, and within two weeks he was doing very well. He was a teacher by that time, but he was not from Kenya. He was from Uganda. So after three weeks, we fly back, and I disseminated information through the media, the newspaper. 
And many people started coming to me seeking advice. Oh, how can we go? Then we joined together as a family, and then we went to the airline and they gave us the air ticket again. So I went back to India, assisting them with no cost to them, and the seed started growing and growing. So I gave up my job to start this nonprofit organization, Take Heart Association Project. It was officially registered by the Kenya government in 1996. That's just amazing that you gave up everything to do this organization. I'm flabbergasted, Peter, that you just gave up everything to do that. Yeah, the matter here is when you have a compassionate for these children, uh, you have to be concerned because every kid is very important, even before God. So many people, they started seeing me in the TV, in the radio program, they come to me. Yes, we have a child with a heart problem. Then I tell them, what you do, you need to go to the doctor, a cardiologist who can identify the problem of your child. Then from there, what happened, they go there and I contact the doctor in India. I said the profile from the doctor and the doctor recommended and say, this case, we can do it with $5,000. So I keep on knocking the door, door to door to reach $5,000. Many of the Indian community in this country, they have assisted me. So they send the money direct to the hospital, and they tell me, Peter, I will be very happy. When I came back with the other team, first team, I came back with their brothers, they decided to help me to do more cases. Now, one day I went to United States in Long Island, and the Long Island Jewish Hospital, I went there through the Rotary Club Gift of Life, and the Rotary Club, I visited them, and the president in Rotary Club asked me one thing, what can we do for you? I didn't ask them about dollar. I did tell them, if you can save five children for me, I'll be very grateful. So they spoke together themselves. They said, this man did not ask us money. And they said, Peter, we can help you with the five children, but how they can come here is up to you. Go back to Kenya and let them be diagnosed and be checked by the doctor, and then you send us the report. So I went there in Kenya, and I sent the report for three children, and they are all accepted. So I was walking door to door to the airline to provide the air ticket. So some of the airline, they give me the ticket, and I put them to the airline down to JFK airport. And the gift of life was paying all the package, and they were taking them from the airport to the hospital, this Jewish hospital in New York. So I felt this is really God's calling because they did five children. I took five children in India. Here I have a case to prove to the community this is what I have done. Rather than talking, and you have done nothing. And from that time, I decided to continue and help the community. That is how the city came to grow in my heart. That's an amazing story. It sounds like you were just the right person at just the right time to help save those children and to make a really big difference in your community. Yes, it is very correct because I used to work as a tour guide. I associated myself with people I drove in safari. The people I used to drive, I give them my contact. And one day I said, well, maybe one day I get a trip to America. I never knew that that would happen, but when I went to the United States, 
I used to go to the website and I find some, you cannot find them, but some I found them. And I did ask them that I have a vision and this is what the program is about, saving life of the children. And they tell me that we can try to hook up many people who can really help you to save so many lives. But it has been very hard. But when I went around, I went to Ohio, West Virginia, uh, New York City, and I went to Cleveland, Ohio. But one day I went to Ashland, Ohio. I met one lady who is my neighbor in the library. And she told me that, Peter, you don't need to struggle. We have uh, somebody called Dr. Anne. And in, in Rainbow Babies Children Hospital in Cleveland, Ohio. This man could help you. But I didn't take it very seriously. Later on, when I took my plane back to Washington, D.C., I thought, let me call him. When I called him in Rainbow Babies Children Hospital, he's the one who took the phone. And I spoke to him and told him, Doctor, this is what I'm doing. He said, Peter, I would like to see you, not to hear from you. Can I pay your plane? from Baltimore and fly over, we have lunch together. He paid the plane for me, and I flew to Cleveland, Ohio, and he had my name, Peter, and I met with him, we had lunch together, and he told me that, Peter, I need to give you a letter to Kenya hospitals so that we can come as a team and do that surgery rather than being one child at a time in the United States. It's very expensive. And that is what happened. I came to two hospitals, Kenyatta National Hospital and Mata Hospital. The Mata Hospital CEO agreed, and he was bringing the team of doctors from the United States. He does 30 children. Some children is not mine. They used to take a few children of mine and the rest from the other doctors, and they do a great job to us. So they gave me about three years, but unfortunately he died in the United States, in Chicago, three years back. So unfortunately, that is what happened, but I never lose hope because when you have a vision and God is helping you, every year we are able to help 10 children. We take them to a different part of the world. We have a hospital in Sudan, Khartoum. We take them sometimes to UK. We take them to United States and mostly India. India, a poor hospital, we are becoming a good partners. They told me that for a case, we give you $5,000. Now, $5,000, we have to look for the air ticket. We have to give the family upkeep, food, and accommodation for one month. That is really a struggle. Right now, we have about 50 children in our waiting list. And I was very happy because this year, I was in India. And here in Kenya, we had a team from United States they came to the Mission Hospital, they did seven surgeries for us. That is about eight children. Now, eight children, we are in February, we are hoping to do more children this year. So I am very proud. God has been very kind to us. And even today, yesterday, I was in Kenyatta National Hospital, and the child is in a critical situation. They asked me, can you please pay $200? I didn't have $200. I want to fight for that child. I said, please, we look for this $200. But we admit this child. And the child was really admitted. So I am really focusing about the poor from the grassroots level who cannot raise a dollar. So I'm really the, the father and the vision carrier to help the community. Sometimes people, they are direct you. 
You go there, they don't listen because they are big guys. And very simple, when you are fighting for that seven kids. Right now, I tell you what, we have two children, I think three children in Israel. And we met one lady, she is very good, and she lives here, and she gives us a connection from here to Israel. And they are undergoing for surgery, they come back after one month and a half. So when you have a vision, you need to march in that vision, because we have been called to step forward in faith and in the story like Moses. Reading the people, this is not a, an easy game. We have to have a courageous. When you become dismayed, you cannot continue with the vision. And I'm very proud with the honor. In this program, I said my vision because of what good work she is doing. And that is what we need, the humanity. One day I was in India. When I was in India, I was given back about $1,000. And I was walking by, there was one mother, very needy mother, and she's lacking about $300. I took my $300 and I paid the bill for her. She is from India. We need to have a different kind of heart to make a difference to that child. Sometimes I cry. When I go there and I meet the people, they don't have food, they cannot buy the medicine. I buy the medicine for this family, free. They stay in my center here. I am, they don't pay me anything. I pay the rent about $700 a month and I give them medicine after the surgery because post-surgery is very, very important to keep the child medicine. If the surgery is done, and you don't follow up the, this child, she might die in the villages. And that is how the vision came about in my life. It's an amazing story, Peter. It really is. And I'm fascinated by how you've been able to do as much as you have. It's funny, you talked about Moses in the desert, and I can't help but wonder if you don't feel in some ways that this is a God-given gift to you, and you are a gift to your people. We do need to take a quick commercial break, but don't leave yet, listeners, because coming up next, we're going to talk to Peter about what's happening with Take Heart Association Project right now. We'll be back after this short commercial break. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect, or CHD, community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, A handbook for parents will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is CHDs Around the Globe, Kenya, and we're talking with Peter Kamo. Peter is the founder and CEO of the Take Heart Association Project, or THAP. It's an organization that provides the necessary facilities and care to children and adults born with CHD in Kenya. And I am just totally amazed at all of the work that Peter has done. Talk about a grassroots effort. He has been a lifeline for families with little to no financial resources whose children are in critical need of cardiac care. THAP is currently the only 
grassroots organization of its kind, assisting patients and their families in negotiating the maze of paperwork and logistical procedures associated with obtaining the needed life-saving surgeries and post-operative care for the children. And Peter, you're so right when you were saying it's not enough to provide the surgery for these children, but the post-surgical care is so critical because that is frequently when children will perish if they don't have the care that they need. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you find these children or how they find you and what happens when they do go back home? Do you provide follow-up clinics every six months or every year? How does that work? Oh, thank you so much. What happened to these children is that when they go back to the villages, we follow up and see what they are doing and we ask them to come back to the clinic to see the cardiologist for the checkup. They have to go for the checkup again. They have an echo, we pay for them. And we always see that the child is in good order. And we buy the medicine. And we have a car which was dearly donated for us. And what happened is we drive in the villages and we see the situation and the condition of the patient. So we go with our nurse, social worker we have, and we advise them how to keep that child in order, very clean environment. And we tell them, you have to come to the clinic and we pay for them because they cannot afford. Even some families, they cannot afford to pay a bus fare to come to our center so that we can take them to the doctor. We have a very wonderful doctor who is a cardiologist. She is a professor called Dr. Joey, and she's very nice. So what we do, we negotiated the package to give us the raw package. Even raw package, we are talking about $100 for a case. So sometimes I keep on knocking the doors to the people, the Indian community. I'm really a member. I became a member of the Rotary Club. And the Rotary Club, I tell them, look here, guys, you have to go back to the pocket and help me to pay to this doctor maybe three cases. Another one, I ask them for another four cases, and they pay the check direct to the cardiology doctor, and we take the patient for the checkup. And in that area, sometimes the family in the villages, they cannot have even food. So what we do, we get some donation, knocking from the local communities, a supermarket, and we get the food and we provide them with a little food because we cannot give them so much on a child, not for the family themselves. They have to take care of themselves, please. And that is what we do to those people living in the villages. Wow, this is changing not only the life of the child, but it sounds to me like it's changing the lives of the families, that you're actually providing some education for those families, teaching them how they need to have their homes clean, they need to have the right food for the child. This is way beyond just helping a person who needs heart surgery. It's fairly miraculous to me that you're able to do what you are. So it sounds to me like you're doing all of this through the Rotary Club. So is it the Rotary Club that actually is your biggest sponsor? No, we have uh, in 501c3, we created a very good partners with the board. We have a board of directors within uh, Maryland, United States, and we work as one team. They try to source it to fund for us in order to uh, keep our program running in Kenya because we have a family center. This is called family center. These people in the United States, they try to raise funds for us, but 
the fund we get is very low. But I went to the United States in Washington, D.C., and I learned something very important to me. There is a foundation center. And foundation center, I was going to the classes, and they told me, Peter, in this nonprofit organization, 80% should go to the project, not to my talent. You understand, Peter? I, I said, yes. <laughs> yes, so 20% goes to the administration, and 80% goes to the project. And that is what I do. I prayed and asked God to help me to be faithful and to be very honest in the side of integrity is very, very important. And to keep my record, accountabilities and auditing, we have to give it at the end of the year to our non-profit organization in Kenya. And that is what I did it, so I said to do that. Because even this family, we tell them, look here, you need God closer to you. You need to change your direction. The man who is drunkard from the villages, I told him that, my friend, you have to, to know that God cannot even solve your problem unless you become a good person and change your direction. Most of the people we shared with them, they have already changed, they have already become a Christian, and they are now getting job. What I do, sometimes I go to the Indian communities, to the big company, and I ask them, please give this friend. They have a lot of problems so that if they get a job, they can keep that job and take care of their family. Because they cannot sort it out, the families, because you have already assisted more than 200 cases in this country. That is what has been. It is really a struggle. It's like you are climbing the mountain, and it's not very easy. So yeah. sometimes, yeah, sometimes... No, it's not very easy. I'm amazed at what you're doing. You're doing so much more than just providing heart surgery for these children. It sounds like you're trying to help the parents get better jobs so that they can afford to feed the children. And it's amazing to me, Peter, everything that you're able to do. That's really quite mind-boggling. So you've already helped over 200 children in your country? Oh, yeah. That's what I've done. I wish one day you come and I invite all the patients and their children and visit them. Just come to the center. We make a big field. We give them a small lunch together and you meet them face to face and they talk in front of you. That could be really amazing. And I'm so glad for this opportunity and a new offering for me tonight. I'm so happy. You can see, I wish you can see how excited I am. I'm so glad. (laughs) Well, I'm excited too, Peter. I feel like what I do is so small compared to what you do, but I'm happy that I can shed light on the good work that you are doing. So what are the plans for the future? What do you see in 2016 with Take Heart Association Project? My big dream, when I was in India in January, I met a very wonderful doctor there. And they told me one thing, Peter, instead of struggling with one child and being here, you spend over $7,000, why can't you have your own land? And what we can do, we can come and rebuild together. Uh, maybe you have a good center where we can come and do third surgeries rather than bring two children in India. And if we can come and do that surgeries for you, we can leave the nurses from India who can take care of them after 10 days, then they fly back to India. And if we can have land, five acres, five acres, I rebuild many people in the churches. They are telling me, we can rebuild together with you, and you can have a center 
the houses for the doctors. Because I'm now, let me tell you, I'm in 68 years now. And I can see that if I go today, I'm only saying I'm not going, but anything happens. I don't want the Take-Heart Association project to die. I want this to continue to help the poor children who are suffering with heart problems. If I get 10 acres today, you come another five years, it will be amazing. Uh, definitely in a beauty center where the people can be coming for the surgery in that area. Because doctors all over the, the world, they're saying, why, Peter, don't you have your own place? That's a huge goal, Peter. So you're talking about starting your own hospital or your own surgical center. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because the reason why, I don't have experience of that kind of a surgery, but the doctors are telling me we can come with equipment and do the surgery. We can donate the beddings, and these beddings be nursed there. After the post-care, pre- and post-care, we can give it. And then when the children are doing okay, then we fly back home. Mm. And maybe one Indian told me, Peter, what we can do when you have that house? 60% can go to the business, and 40% is the charity work. We can do it. Because you need to pay the staff, you need to pay the nurse, you need to pay the doctors. That is what they told me. 60% to a business, 40% go to the poor. That is what he was telling me about in India. Well, it's an amazing project, Peter, and I think it's definitely something worthwhile. It clearly sounds like you have enough children in your community to warrant such a center. And if you have doctors willing to come and nurses willing to come, you really could make a huge difference in the lives of so many children. Well, we need to take another quick commercial break, but don't leave yet because coming up next, we're going to talk to Peter about how you listeners can help the Take Heart Association project. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Anna Jaworski has spoken around the world at congenital heart defect events, and she is available as a keynote or guest speaker for your event. Go to hearttoheartwithanna.com to learn more about booking Anna for your event. You can also find out more about the radio program. Keep up to date with CHD resources and information about advocacy groups, as well as read Anna's weekly blog. Anna wants you to stay well-connected and participate in the CHD community. Visit hearttoheartwithanna.com today. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is CHD's Around the Globe, Kenya, and we're talking with Peter Kamo. Peter is the founder and CEO of Take Heart Association Project, or THAP, and this association has provided medical tests, medication, information on healthier diets and nutrition, and assistance in working with doctors and hospitals to arrange for surgeries. It's because of THAP's assistance that children all over Kenya are now able to live happy and healthier lives for their whole family. It's really quite amazing. So, Peter, why don't you tell us, first of all, some identifying information, like how people can find THAP on the Internet. They can go to the website. That is the T for Tom, H for Holland, A for Africa, P for Peter, Kenya.org. And if they go to their Facebook and write Take Heart Association Project, they can go to the Facebook and like Facebook, it will come up there. They can go to YouTube and write Take Heart Association Project and the other name they can say Kenya Man Helping Children with Heart Defect. 
They can always pull up my information and they can go to my email. It's thapkenya at gmail.com. They can put any question they want. I can really direct them. They want to speak to any doctors here. I'll be very grateful to give any information. And I wanted to say, just to help me, I have about uh, 50 children in my waiting list. Maybe your program can help us save maybe two children. And I feel very happy to have an opportunity to speak to you this evening. Thank you so much. I am sure there are listeners whose hearts will be touched by your story, Peter, because what you're doing is about changing the world. You really are changing the world one child at a time in your country. And these are families who would have no hope whatsoever. And you are improving the lives of the entire villages that you are touching. So if you would like to donate to the Take Heart Association, I'm sure if you go to the website, you'll see ways that you can donate money. But aside from money, are there other items that people can donate? Or what if somebody is in the medical profession and they too would like to come to Kenya to help? Can you give us some ideas of what you're looking for in volunteers? Oh yeah, I would like to have one frontier maybe to come and work with our program. And also if anybody wants to donate, we have a account. And if you go to the website of the United States, they can send a check direct to that account. It's called T for Tom, H for Holland, A for Africa, P for Peter, K for Kenya, dot O-R-G. If anybody go to that website, you can see the website of the United States, and there's a lady called Barbara's County, and she's our president in the state of Maryland. The money will go direct there. The money is in accountability. Whoever donates, we can give the auditing and write the name of the donor. And we shall be happy to give all the information. And your dollar, one dollar you donate, it's very accountable for us. We are about 19 years, and our, our record is very clear. We always give accountability in a dollar that is donated for a child. And we give you the name of the child that you are really going to support. And send you the pictures. You can send me email, and I can send the picture for you. And any kind of equipment that we need. We need air machine because the doctors here, they are, we have a young generation. They say, if you have an echo machine, an ECG, we can come and check up your patient after three days' time. On they have a time to come and check our children. We shall be very grateful for that. Well, you certainly are doing the work of God. I truly <laughs> believe that. And I'm sure that... There are so many people in your country who bless you and are so thankful that you are part of their community. Unfortunately, we're out of time, Peter, but I will have some information and direct links on my website to Peter's websites and Facebook pages. So in case you didn't get a chance to write that down, you'll be able to see it at hearttoheartwithanna.com. Thank you, Peter, so much for coming on the show and sharing Take Heart Association Project with us. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. And thank you. God bless you so much for giving me that opportunity. Keep in touch, please. Oh, yes. Well, definitely keep in touch. I look forward to finding out in another few years how things are going. And I would love to see the hospital if you do indeed get that built. So that does conclude this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. Thanks for listening today. Please come back next week on Tuesday at noon Eastern time for a brand new episode. Please find and like us on Facebook. Check out our Cafe Press Boutique. Revenue from the Cafe Press Boutique helps to defray the cost of this radio show. 
follow our radio show on Blog Talk Radio and especially on Spreaker. Once we get to 100 followers on Spreaker, we can petition iHeartRadio to carry our show, and then people can listen to Heart to Heart with Anna in their cars. Thanks again for listening. We know that congenital heart defects touch people all over the globe. So remember, my friends, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you've been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna, with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time. We'll talk again next week.